Welcome along to the Wise Men Say podcast. We are back for another show where we're going to preview and review games because they are coming thick and fast now in League One. I'm Stephen Goldsmith. I'm joined by Gareth Bark. I nearly said, as always, by Gareth Bark, and then I sound I feel like a bit rory if I do that now because he's kind of he kind of goes in with that, doesn't he? Obviously, not introducing you, but. Not to go His on, partner yeah. in crime. I'm not to bring it up, but well, I don't mind bringing it up. I will bring it up any opportunity. Um, that's how um, Garth is introduced in um, Wayne's World when they get their own show and they've got the announcer, and he gets he takes issue with uh, with with you with him as always is Garth, and he gets like all upset about it. So I could do that later if you want to get annoyed. About what? Joined, about being joined as always by Gareth. It's the same oh, right, as joined okay. as always by Garth as well. Mm. Like as what, what's the what's the take issue with? Do you mean like because you're you're as prominent as me? You mean? Yeah, well, I'm better than you, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can always come in and do the intros if you yeah, want. I can't you know, be bothered. Then, it's yeah. beneath me. You love getting your Wayne's World references in as well. I know. It's, it's, just, I'm just in watching case, it. Just, I might just have to in case you haven't again. seen it. I know. And uh, last time we had a conversation, you, you sort of made me think I wanted to watch it again. I didn't do anything of the sort. Uh, See so you're on the beer again. So your your midweek break from drinking is going okay. One, one can for a Monday. <laughs> okay. While I'm doing the pod. That that's the rule. Fair enough. All right. What are you drinking? Christopher Weatherspoon's joined us as well. What's that you've Hello. got there? Good, I've got a cup of tea. Not because I'm doing dry January, just because. Well, to be honest, I don't really know, but. Um, don't, yeah. You don't have to explain yourself, Chris. You want to have a, have a well, cup of tea? Well, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think the last time I was on was New Year's Eve, and we certainly weren't drinking cups of tea then, so um, I might might actually speak a bit less rubbish this time, hopefully. Well, don't make promises you can't keep. I mean, it's right. tea, Chris. Um, it's not, it's not like miracle juice. <laughs> well, to be honest, I don't even know if the last time I was on was New Year's Eve, so I might have already started off by talking bollocks. I, can't, I was just wondering there if we did a New Year's Eve show, but I can't remember. I would definitely do one on New Year's Eve. I just can't remember. If Christmas that was the last blends one. in a one at the best of times. Never mind pandemic lockdown Christmases, uh, where you can't do anything or see anybody. Uh, right then, Sunderland won at the weekend. That was all right, wasn't it? Well, the result <laughs> definitely um, cause for concern over the performance. I tell you, if if games of football were only half an hour long, it, it would have been great. Well, thought, yeah, I mean, I yeah. We People have asked for a quick start, I guess, and 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 I, you know, I was alarmed straight away as to when half an hour in, and I thought, you know, I made a joke and said these have figured out that they were not very good when they started to get back <laughs> into the game. But I think it was probably just the fatigue, and I thought that I thought we'd go out refreshed second half, and it's quite worrying to me that you know, yes, it's improved. Go out, get your nose in front, and and they couldn't live with us initially. Their midfielders were running, you know, chasing the tails in the middle of the park because we were moving the ball that quickly. Um, and then we ran out of steam and we just never recovered from half an hour in and we obviously, we didn't get battered and we held on, but um, cause for concern, I think. I think I think it was one of them where like kind of the this, this situation at the minute like really magnified it. Like if we were the, if we were in the ground on Saturday, like okay, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying like the performance would be any different, but you'd kind of see it as like kind of grinding it out and you'd You'd probably just go to the pub and not really, not not talk about it again. Just put it out of your mind because like, we've had games like that before. Like I, I think the first season down here, I think there would be Wimbledon one nil and McGeady scored or something. That that springs to mind as one where it was not a lot in it kind of thing and we're grounded out and it's kind of similar to that. But I think when you're watching and you're not like there and you can't like kind of vent your frustration and whatever and that. 
like that second half, like you, you were, even though like you see we weren't battered or anything, like there was just like there was a real concern that they were they were going to get someone and like and it was only heading one way sort of thing and obviously like we held on and and stuff but it was um I, d- I do agree I think the first half hour was great and I and I think it was more of what we want to see but then after that it's 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 a theme we've seen since we've come down we we, we really struggled to put a performance together over two halves. I think mm. I think with with football coming more, <clears throat> it, it is. More than ever, entertainment, isn't it? Now, I mean, yeah, it's because that is all there is left. All that is left is the game, and I think I was really enjoying it for the first thirty-five minutes, and then I really did not enjoy the last sixty minutes, even though we won the game. So it's just, and like I did have that. I know the lads, and I'm sorry if people are sick, you know, sick of hearing this comment. But and the lads have come out on the Thursday. It was just like again, like an em- like an emptiness after the game. Like, just it- like 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 my wife never even asked us. Like, I mean, she's got no interest in football whatsoever. But like, from my mood, if I've been to the game, she'll be able to tell what's happened. Whereas, like, after the Lincoln game, we won four nil, even though we did play well. So I'm sort of kind of being a bit of a hypocrite here. Um, but she wouldn't. She wouldn't know the difference if we'd lost four 0 Do you know what I mean? So, do you well, think it's, do, do the whole the whole things? Do you think it's different as well watching every game on the telly? Because obviously yes. we're all we're we're all match goers, aren't we? Yeah. And yeah. you know we 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 all have season tickets. We go to the away games um, when we can, and we've all met up there and stuff like that. And the whole experience is different if you go and watch your team win one 0 and you don't play great. You're like, oh well, you know, it doesn't matter. We got through it, and it was important. We got back to winning ways, yeah. and we did that. So I'm not trying to be overly negative or critical um, of them but when you're watching on the telly it is, it's a spectacle as Gareth says and it's different it's, it's a very different feeling having to watch it game after game on the telly you know you don't probably appreciate um, you know being all there uh, as one fan base and just yeah. you know let, let's just get the players through this game yeah. you know all that seems to be eliminated doesn't it that's a, I think that's exactly like what I was trying to get out really like kind of when you're there you can I think to be honest, I think watching on the TV and like this, we'll get accused of like Sunland snobbery again and that, but like the, the kind of, the reduction in quality between like what we're seeing now and what we've been used to, for most of the last decade is like really, and I think it's a poor league anyway this season, but like just the different like when you watch that and then you flick over and like see you watch like Manu Liverpool last night and that, and obviously. Like that's to be expected that there's a difference, but I think when you're not there and like what you said there, Stephen, when you have to watch the entire season on the telly and there's no there's no real like atmosphere, like it's just it's just you and whoever happens to be in your house sort of thing, and it's 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 just a completely different experience of like of going to the match or of watching the match, and I think I think as well like <laughs> Gareth mentioned the Lincoln game there, I think. The Lincoln game obviously we won four 0 that, but the way we played that game, it was it was a fairly entertaining game. Like we could have been two down inside the first fifteen minutes, and then we're scoring goals on the counter attack with a bit of pace and stuff. And I think that was that was like a really encouraging thing, because that was only what Johnson's like second league game, and I don't really feel like we've seen a lot of that since. And there's there's varying factors for that, but it just feels like a slog. Like it's felt like a slog for a long time, but it it still feels like one even with a manager who's come in and who 
professes to want to like attack and get after teams. And look, I think we did in the first half hour and that, but I think it's like, I mean, we've got, we'll probably talk about what we've got like a week left of this transfer window and that. If we don't get some pace in or something, it, the rest of the season is just going to feel like a slog and that. It, it's very difficult to see how we're going to suddenly transform into this really like vibrant. It needs fresh, it needs fresh blood. There's, there's, it can't be done with this squad, can it? That's the, no. it's clear. I mean, the, Nobody can argue with that point, can they? Players we've brought in who are newer, who are playing more often, feel they kind of like people were brought in in case someone got injured. You know, they, yeah. they don't, they're not like people we've brought in where we've gone, right, we're going to bring this player in because he's going to improve us. I mean, if you look at the, the team at the weekend, the vast majority of them are players who've been around, you know. 60-70% of the time that we've been down here. You know, if you look at that squad, really, um, and the fact that they're still, they're still playing, kind of, it just goes to show we, we've never managed to, we've downgraded all the way through when we've been in this league. We've never upgraded. Um, mm. I know we tried to with Greg, um, because on paper that was an absolutely an upgrade. Um, but obviously it hasn't worked out like that. Um, and I would say, well, actually, I'm probably contradicting myself there as well because it was to replace Madger, really, wasn't it? So it was kind of a like-for-like. Like. Um, I know you mean, but it was a statement sign yeah, at the time, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Well, Some Something that the, the threw cash at um, but I, I think, it went well. I think it's a fair point, and I think like one of the things... Um, like I know we've we've talked about him before already, but like obviously the new lad uh, Winchester, like I found like the fact he was on back on the bench on Saturday like concerning just because it kind of it almost confirms that um, that he's been brought in as a squad player rather than as a player who's going to go straight into the team and, and that's fine long term if if they bring in if they bring in. First teamers, like it's a long term yeah, yeah. thing because I guess you know he they might have not had control. They might have said, "Well, we had control. We knew more were coming, and we could have bring him, brought him in sooner." But as you say, if we don't add significantly to what we've got now, that's going to look like a, a bizarre signing okay. when we when we're limited and who we can bring in. And that's not even a slight on him because I actually thought when he kicked, I go for a Christmas. I was just going to say, I, th- I thought when he came on, I actually thought he looked quite sharp, and I thought, yeah. He moved the ball forward. He looks, he looks nice steady enough. He, he looks does. steady enough. But it's it's not a, it's definitely not a slight on him, and it's not a it's not even like necessarily a slight on Sinem at some stage. It just feels like at this moment in time, that isn't. If the goal is to get promoted this year, which it should be, which I'm sure it is, that wasn't our most. Given we've got a limited limited amount of players we can bring in, a limited amount we can spend them. It just didn't feel like that was like the pressing, pressing area, and the fact, the fact that he's on the, the fact that he's on the bench on Saturday. Like, look, I know we've got three games in a week, and that, and chances are he might play tomorrow night against Ipswich. But he just... could, I guess, playing devil's advocate, he could argue, you know, Dobson's gone out on loan now, and he obviously didn't seem, he didn't deem Dobson good enough to yeah. feature at all. So I guess he could say, well, yes, you know, he isn't going to come in and and be the first name on the team sheet, but he's he's on upgrade on. On what we have with Dobson, which he is, to be fair, I think yeah, uh, you know think... Uh, early signs suggest he is. Yeah. And if he wants to like rotate and move people around, I'm just trying to think of what you know where his thinking might where can, his thinking might be. I can see the justification for signing him. I just can't see 
the I just don't think it was our most pressing concern. And I no. think um, look, we never know, right? We might get a few in over this week and it might it might completely change the dynamic of the team. But I just I feel like Saturday just showed again that there is a lot that's needed. And I don't know, it might be new over the weekend I mentioned it, Gareth. Like, I think the one that really has been brought in to kind of inject something different is Diamond. Um, obviously, he's not a new signing, but he's kind of new to the first team setup. And that's great, but, but it feels like we need more. I mean, he's that. I, I thought he did all right on Saturday. I know he gives the ball away a fair bit, but I think that's what you get with wingers a lot of the time. Yeah. I mean, it gets what you get with kids at age who've, who've yeah, exactly. played five times for the first team. I mean, he's, but, but we need more. He, he's a he is a positive because. I know we're talking about it in, in the chat and that on Saturday and a few lads are a bit sort of like disappointed in his performance, but I just felt... It's the end product, isn't it? The, the end product, yeah, but he's he's at least he's getting into advanced areas. He's giving defenders something to do. He's giving defenders something to think about. And if you do that enough, eventually you'll break them. And, and you know, the, the issue we've had before is people not doing that enough and like I bet you if you again I mentioned before about touches in the box I bet you like since Johnson came in the football has been generally poorer than under Parkinson in my opinion um, but I thought you were going to say I thought you were going to say it better there no, I was no. going to say do you think <laughs> so in terms yeah, of in terms of like in terms of touches in the box and stuff like that I bet you those stats are way higher than went than under Parkinson. Yeah. So, do you think that's not going to affect them? Because Parkinson was, you know, it wasn't like that. And I, I agree. I think being brutally honest at the minute, and you've got to expect that Johnson needs time. We played better football under the previous manager in Hall this and the Hall this season. You're right, and I think we those stats will be interesting to look at. We certainly must be getting more touches in the box. But do you think it's this reluctance to shoot and this reluctance to just play the right killer ball at the same time. Maybe that will take time for the players to, to get used to that. Diamond was a was a perfect example of that when he decided not to shoot yeah. in the first yeah, half on weird. Saturday. Is, is that is that is that is that is that a you know um a long term effect from from the previous manager perhaps? It, that, are those the kind be. of things are those the kind of things that will take time? It, it could be, but I also I think I think one of the biggest problems and we'll probably all agree is I, I do I think there's an ability like deficiency there, I, I just don't think. Certainly not in the centre of midfield. I just don't think the squad is very good, um, and I think, um, and I, I think from an attacking perspective, we are we really seem quite limited in. We've we've got like tech, some technically good footballers who are slow in the likes of McGeady and Maguire. Then we've got some fast players who are a bit erratic and say like Diamond and stuff. And I think it just. I mean, at the minute, it's all fallen on Wyke, and he's he's doing he's doing his job sort of thing. But that they need. He's sort of having one one game on and one game off Wyke yeah. at the moment, isn't he? But, you he's, know, he's a league he's one, scored, he's he's a league one striker, but he scored with fourteen goals. It's a league yeah. one, yeah, 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 yeah. I think in it's mitigation, league one consistency, of course. Yeah, I think in mitigation, um, a, a a point that kind of gets forgotten, and we again we talked about this in the group over the weekend, is that like. Human Gooch for us are like big attacking outlets, and both of them are injured at the minute, which doesn't doesn't help matters. And I'm not I'm not saying that means that like the way we've been playing isn't a concern, but they are those two especially I think are big misses for us. Um, 
and I think maybe you know when we get when we get them back, we might see see a bit more from an attacking sense. But truthfully, my what I would hope this week is that we go out and sign. Well, I'd like us to, to sign two. I'd like us to sign a striker, but primarily, I'd like us to sign like an attacking mm. midfielder. I, I, yeah. And, and again, if the manager was, if, the, if if I feel like since Honeyman left, we haven't had one, and we, we've been linked <laughs> with them, and we've just never ended up getting one. And I feel like that's kind of that's what we really need. Like Maguire, Maguire, when he can come on and do it, it's great. But he, he doesn't do it often enough. He's doing it even less as like time goes on. Do you not think, though, in terms of so in, ter- in terms of the options we've got, though, and if we're going to bring two players in, we can't bring in an attacking midfielder. We have to bring a left back in, and we have if we in a striker. Well, yeah, but that's and I would say I would say we've probably got this kid this month, But if we get we've got all nine there. And I would be yeah. more inclined to take that risk and say, right, you go and play as the. If you're playing a three, you go and play. Actually, if you're going to play, in you're going to play in midfield, because we've we've seen from him whatever you ask him to do, he'll have a yeah. really good go at it. And it's not like mid. He, he signed as a midfielder, you know, and he's played. He's played all. He's played like as a ten for us, and in that game against. Was it uh, MK Dons where he scored? Mm. Um, he's played obviously right back, centre back, centre midfield, left back, and he always does a respectable job. Obviously, he's going to make more mistakes in certain areas um, because obviously the the you know understanding the role and things like that. But you know he's a midfield he's a midfielder by trade, and like in my opinion, like if you're looking for somebody to add. Inject some energy and some quality in somebody who's going to arrive in the box at the right times. I think O nine can do that for us, and I wouldn't be looking if I if we could only bring in a couple of players. We absolutely need to bring in a left back because who? Like oh, God, just <laughs> collapsed. <laughs> Don't know what happened there. Don't happen. That's how much he wants to bring in a left back. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'd fallen off his chair. Yeah, we, we, I think you know <laughs> most people would make, would make that call now to say it's ready. This we're ready. It's time for or nine to be given that uh, yeah. advanced midfield. Uh, and Johnson would argue that, wouldn't he? If he, you know, if we we're going to criticise the performances in comparison to um, what they were like before he came. He would say, "Well, I haven't had Lyndon Gooch, I haven't had Denver Hume, I haven't had Luke or nine. Um, I've got no backup for significant backup for Charlie Wake, and and th- these are these are, these would be fair shouts. I feel yeah. as well. I think uh, to be fair, Gareth, I think that the and Stephen, I think the point about O nine, um, truthfully, he's just one that because of where we played him for two years, that like, I forget that he used to play there when he was at Wickham sort of thing and I think I think that's a fair shout I think um, he, he as has been said he does he every time he's asked to do something he does it to the best of his ability and he and he, and he is decent in front of goal he's, he's shown it before so he might he might be the answer and he's alright like there are the left backs are a really pressing yeah, concern I mean I must, I must have it just going on the other side of the defence I know it shouldn't really Criticise when we keep a clean sheet, but I found the selection of power at right back um, a little bit baffling on Saturday. I'm not really sure why why we're persevering with playing midfielders at fullback. 
I thought I people liked them there. Thought that was a general consensus. I thought I'm not the biggest fan. I thought I thought it was really. I actually thought it was really poor. And where everyone was largely good in the first half, I thought he was one of the poorer ones. And I think I just think playing Sanderson there makes more sense now. Somebody did say to me one of the mitigations might be that if then Sanderson gets injured or something, then we've really got no backup at centre half, which just seems a, I can understand the logic, but by that logic, he's never going to play. Um, I just I find it a little bit odd that we're persevering with playing a midfielder at fullback. Well, that's a Sunderland way. Done <laughs> <laughs> plenty true. over the years. Um, he obviously knows the club. Hmm. Any any other performances that that stood out? Charlie White took his goal very well, and we were just touched on it there and said, uh, you know, inconsistency is is League One thing, and he does. But it seems to be very uh, a massive contrast, doesn't it? He'd be like anonymous for one game, the ball just won't stick with him. That's not his game anyway. And then um, he'll go and score hat trick or they'll score great header like he did on Saturday. So we we. You know we've we've had a go over his time here, so I think it's important just to keep hammering home when he, when he does deserve credit that we do it and acknowledge well, it. He was linked with a move away, wasn't he? So it would be hilarious if, like, <laughs> after yeah. nearly two years or two and a half years of his time at the club, he f- finally gets you know hits you know hits the straps and then disappears. Um, it would be very yeah. very Sunderland, you know. But the, he can't. Mm. Yeah, sometimes he has poor games and can't get into the game but like you watch the Premier League and there's you know you have a game where you see you know Rashford can't get into the game you know what I mean it doesn't mean he's crap at that level do you know what I mean so um, I think a big, I think a big problem with Wyke has been um, under Parkinson certainly if he he was really one of the only ones who was in the box. He was the only one who's getting on the end of the things. So if he doesn't score, then it's unlikely that anyone's going to. Whereas, not seeing we've seen as much as we, as we'd like to, but it does seem like this manager has a desire to get more people up up around him. I think Aidan O'Brien's in, uh, yeah has improved significantly since he's come in the side. Yeah, he, um, he doesn't look like the same player at all. And again, this almost feels like a, a new player. And I think Wyke's benefited from that as well. Um, just he just bu- he buzzes around, doesn't we, he? We, uh, that area we've talked about before. And like it's a really kind of basic point to make. But if you've got more people occupying defenders, it's going to give Wyke a bit more of an opportunity himself to. Instead of having three defenders around him or whatever, and that if you've got a couple of other people up there, um, and yeah, look, he, he took the goal, he took the goal really well, and then he goes and grounds the goalkeeper. Absolutely great, <laughs> it was. was Honestly, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's the other frustrating thing. He does some of the hard stuff really well, like his goals at uh, Wimbledon the other week. They were three really good finishes, and then, and then like on Saturday, he rounds the goalkeeper and look, I know he's kind of stretching for it and that. But like, I don't know why he just didn't take a touch there. I, mean. I think he that's just I mean. he panicked, didn't he? That's what I mean. He panicked. And I, he panicked. And I think that's. I what think it's you know well. he was he was trying to think oh quickly get a shot away while it's still an open goal wasn't he? We, we, you know and it's easy for us to say you know his speed of thought playing football is a lot better than ours that's why he's a pro but that's obviously what he was thinking where actually if he just composed himself. The keeper wasn't back. It was just a couple of defenders. Yeah. So and we had players getting up in support. So if he just took a touch and composed himself, but we're being hypercritical, I guess, because he of the goal he did score. And we, you know, it, it won us the game at, at the end of the day. 
Um, any 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 final thoughts on the performance before we move on to Ipswich and to just the, the season going forward? Have we done it all right? Great um, tick. Bit, oh, well, had a few comments about Bailey Wright. Um, okay. So um, he's all right, but sometimes he, I would agree with some of the small criticisms that some people have had of him, where he looks he's a bit sloppy at times and. He gets, he does get exposed at times. Confid- confidence player, perhaps. Do we think? I think his, I think his distribution's poor. I think defensively, he's largely. Okay. Yeah, some of those diagonal, some of those diagonal balls, yeah. frustrate you. Oh, they yeah. just aren't on times. And, and I think to be to be fair, there was that point in the first half where their lad ran through about three tackles, and he was one of them. But at, at the same time, we're talking about decent headers. I mean, if he hadn't got his head to that one towards the end of the first half, it's probably 1-1 one, one, you know where he was like stretching backwards and uh, yeah. I, th- I, th- I think he does alright I, th- I think I think one of the one of the things with him is um, there was obviously that record of like what was it like seven clean sheets in his first eight games or something like that and I think people sometimes maybe overestimate what we've signed and actually at the end of the day if he was like this Unbelievable, amazing defender, and that he's probably not. He's probably getting his game in the championship, and not dropping down a level. But I, I think he's fine, largely. Mm. Yeah, confidence player, perhaps. I think um, when we're defending well and, and, and looking really strong on that front, he really sort of sticks his chest out and gets involved. And I think we've been conceding some poor goals, it's, and he, he's a little bit nervous. It's interesting though, because you know, I know we're going to move on, you know, but. Some of the sticks here Flanagan will get when generally he doesn't do an awful lot wrong. I would say that Wright's probably a bit more prone to dodgy moments in games. I forgot about Flanagan. Um, he's got broken toes, so he probably yeah. won't be around. And how would you feel, say, you know, about Sanderson and, and Willis together as a partnership? I think, you know, I know. That Sanderson's not left-footed, but you know. But again, we're picking holes a bit here because defensively we've been generally pretty good. So it seems unfair. I'm not singling out. It's just as few people had tweeted in about Billy Wright and opinions. So I just thought it was worth mentioning. Right, we'll have a quick break and then we'll do a quick um, round-up on the Ipswich game that we are playing tomorrow night, of course, and just, you know, where Sunderland can go from here. Welcome back to the Wise Men Say podcast. Gareth, Q, Q you. Well, what I was going to say is, <laughs> if it was somebody's birthday, an ideal gift would be a gift from, from the terraces. And it will be, and it will be somebody's birthday. Do you know whose birthday it is? It's always somebody's birthday. Chris Blythe's birthday. Oh, seamless. So Seamless segue. Happy birthday to, to Chris and thanks for your support for the pod and thanks for providing not only us but with a, just everybody in the world technically could buy something from, from the terrace of the, the general to, public. Just the general mm. public, just the worldwide he's done public. A, he's done a, pa- a pandemic service for yes. the public. Um, so, you know, get yourself over to From the Terrace's... Uh, uk um, and use clothes for all seasons yeah. terrace wear for all seasons use the code WS10 um, to get 10% off 
your basket. That one's for Rory and Matt. <laughs> also, listen to the, the From the Terraces podcast um, if you've got if you've run out of anything else to listen to. <laughs> yeah, and you're absolutely desperate to find you're desperate. something. You've yeah. done all the content for the week. Yeah, if you've done all the podcast content for the week. Yeah. I mean, people, if you if you regularly listen to the Wise Men Say podcast, you listen to them twice a week mainly. So, can you? I mean, sometimes it is a little bit of a struggle to deal with them on a daily basis. Well, and they're, my, they're our friends. We well, have had people who say that they um, they sometimes turn off the Thursday pod. So if if you do feel like that, maybe maybe give from the terraces a go instead. Because I'm sure they can't be as stupid on that as they are on the Thursday. Oh, do you reckon the upper stakes of anything, right? Yeah, yeah. It's full blown. Um, Ipswich Tuesday. Uh, I'm right in thinking they haven't beaten anybody in the top seven. Uh, not a not a happy place at the moment. Um, their fans. Seem to be very despondent. Um, yeah. Lambert's like it wouldn't be like Sunderland to capitalise on something like that. <laughs> Lambert's fully blaming. Um, so um, do we. Fully blaming, isn't he? The uh, the fans there, even though there's no fans at the game. And he used to manage it's, it's Norwich, that. and he got like That's a insane. double promotion with Norwich. It's just like, I mean, you were always going to be odd, slightly dodgy yeah. ground unless you delivered. And now you know they've had. Yeah. Eradication and especially because he, you know, his reputation was on the way down when he went there. It's not like you know he was seen as his young up and coming manager, wasn't he? And he got the Villa job off the back of what he did at Norwich, and then he's just been very, very average since then, and managed, has a reputation as a dull Stoke football in the Premier League yeah. before he went to Ipswich. I mean, that is that is mad. Um, that's well, he got them relegated. <laughs> yeah, no, but like he was so... managing in the Premier League. Um, but yeah, it hasn't it hasn't gone hasn't gone well for them. Our record against them since we've come yeah. down is pretty good. We haven't lost them, have we? Can you think? Can you can you think of Ipswich away though without thinking of that Jason oh, Steele performance? Steel cap yeah. pounds. Mm. Try to put that out of mind. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be like Sunderland capitalise on this. Can Sunderland can it, Sunderland capitalise on it? Um, yes, they should be able to. Like you see, I mean, they they're in. A bit of, t- bit of t- I feel like every time we play them, like they're not happy, which they probably feel the same about us. Um, and yeah, no, I mean, there's no reason not to. And like, I know, um, oddly, um, because we've got such toxic fans, it's our home fan, home uh, form, which is terrible. But we're pretty good on the road. I think are we still the only club in the? Um, sorry, are we the only football club? In the four divisions, not to have lost away this season, is that right? No, we haven't. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's um, in the uh, four divisions, but obviously we definitely haven't lost away from home this season. Yeah, we haven't lost, and and as much as like it makes makes you wonder like how much does home advantage really matter in the current situation? I think, yeah, I mean, I don't see, I don't see why not. They're not. I mean, once just like last season, I expected them to be probably in the automatic promotion spots, and the and the not, and the vibe around them isn't particularly great. So I, I don't really, I don't really see why. And I, and I think actually, if we were to win tomorrow night, it, it's it's quite a big result for us because we have, as we've all spoken about, we've really struggled to put together a run of results. It doesn't like n- not not necessarily performances, but a run of results. And I think. 
tomorrow night would be a very good place to start. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, I think it, it would be nice to see a, a good performance, not least because if people listening didn't already know, it is on Sky again. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be an interesting one. I think it. my concern with us is that for quite a while now, we've looked very much like pretty much a mid-table average League One side that might sneak into the playoffs or will end up just outside. And, and I think games like tomorrow night are probably going to be pretty telling as to which way it goes. But if you see, on that, though, if you, if you apply that logic, our form against those teams at the top of the table... We lost to Portsmouth, but we've like we've we unbeaten against everyone else. We've beaten yeah, we beat Lincoln, really we beat Peterborough, really beat Ipswich. <laughs> um, you know we we drew with Doncaster. They scored a last minute equaliser. Uh, obviously drew with Hull. Um, so you know the the opportunity the opportunities will be that well. Is there tomorrow? I mean, it's disappointing the Plymouth game and what happened, but yeah, yeah, you know, the, so frustrated. I was so angry after we've that won. Game. We've won two, two so out of the three. If we win, if we win on, if we win on, if we win tomorrow night, we've won three and four. I mean, I thought nine from twelve yeah. isn't a bad, isn't a bad return. So no, it it's not, and I, I but I think. I think that is why those results are so frustrating, just because over the last two and a half seasons we've seen it. We've seen it all too often. Every time we've had like an opportunity to like put something together. And I mean really the only the only time where we've actually kinda stormed it was after Christmas last year, obviously when everyone wanted Parkinson to go and we went on that really good run. But then even after that we went we had those last four games before the pandemic hit and it's just it it's putting the results together consistently that's that's been a massive problem for us ever since we came down and, and I think that's why um that's why tomorrow night feels like a really big game obviously uh Stephen's youngest is under a lot of stress about tomorrow yeah, well, I was, I was trying not to mention, and, I Well, the baby's crying and I'm not going to go back out. and edit it out, so I haven't got time to do that. I'm making a result. Oh, and I, well, I haven't got a clue what I've just said, to be honest. Yeah, it's distracted by the <laughs> child. <laughs> oh, it's re- yeah. Well, because Claire's back at work now, see, so the baby's just being dropped off. To be dropped time, off. So she's made us... By the store. She's made an induction. Well, yeah, I was by the support bubble. Um, very difficult, you know, school... Homeschooling kids and thousands of children. I was going to say, I try to do you, like try to do your full time job. You know, not that I'm not that I'm patting myself on the back, but uh, <laughs> massive handprint on, on on it right now. Um, look, this happened before. You know, Roy Keane. I think at this time of year was about ninth for Sunderland. Mick McCarthy, when he finished third with Sunderland, was as low as seventh in the division as late as March. Um, Peter Reid was around seventh with Sunderland when he won the league the first time round. So, you know, I, I know sometimes like I felt like the world was going to end after the after the Plymouth result. Um, but while first and second now might be a bit a bit of a stretch, 
Sunderland can't go on a run, and and oh, and and, it, and, 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 and we we need to start winning. We need to put a run together, don't we? And if, and if we can't it. do it, if we inevitably if we if we inevitably lose at home at Plymouth, who hadn't won away game all season, which we kind of all knew would happen, going to someone like Ipswich and turn them over would be a great start. Or great continuation from the weekend. Well, that's the thing, and like like Gareth just said there, like we aren't that far off because quite frankly the league is really poor, and. Like I see, as we saw last last year at Christmas, we were fifteenth, and by the time we got to the middle of February, we were fourth, fourth or fifth. I think we were fourth, and and it shows that you can put it together. It's just, it's putting it, it's it's sustaining it, and I, and I think, like we've we've said on here, we've got players who are going to hopefully come back from injury before the, before there's too much of the season gone, and and that'll that'll make a difference as well. It's just the what really hammered us for two and a half years has been like the inconsistency and the. Chucking away, that like drawn so many games. Like we're still only lost four games a season, but it feels like a lot more because because we've chucked so many wins away in, in the like one one draws, and it's um, obviously there's like there's no time like the present. Um, it's just it's just a case of actually going and doing it, and I think to possibly playing Ipswich isn't with them being in a bit of turmoil as well. It's not the worst. It's not the worst thing because, like what you said before, there, Gareth, we've kind of have struggled, not so much against the top team. We've struggled against teams that we shouldn't really be struggling against, and it's as if there's a bit of a weight of expectation or something. Now, for all they are in a bit of trouble, like Ipswich will be expecting to win that game tomorrow night. So if if they come out and play, a bit like what Lincoln did, um, there should be it's shame their fans there. aren't there actually. Because it would have been exactly. good. We, you know, would have put. There would have been pressure against them, wouldn't it? I don't think their team that come we went out, and gone come early, early football in the game. I don't think their team will come out. Play. All right, Q, Q first minute goal on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to end it, Stephen? Because uh, you seem to be having uh, complications. That would be great. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody else got anything else to add? No? Absolutely brilliant. Right. The reaction, we'll be back with um, either a reaction or just a Thursday pod. Is that what you think, is it? Right. Right. Washing machine one week, baby the next week. As always, <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs>